This is Talk Freight. Our goal is to get truck drivers modernized. Modernized. Craig is here to help the little guy look like the bigger guy by keeping drivers up to date on trucking news and technology, tips and tricks from working at shippers, and resources to enhance their business to make more money. This is Talk Freight, and this is Craig Bliss. What's up, everybody? I'm Craig, and tonight we're going to talk about becoming a trucker of choice or a carrier choice. And now, this is not about picking up or delivering on time or accepting tracking or any other basic service. Uh, truckers should already be providing as default. This is going a little bit more in depth for more longer term partnerships with vendors. And now, this is actually my take on the shipper choice strategy. Some brokers and shippers use to tighten up their operations and become more uh, attractive attractive to carriers. And now, if you're a company driver, even work at a trucking company with an in-house brokerage by chance in there, I am sure you have heard the phrase shipper choice before because over the last two years, maybe even the last six months or so, even more so, the phrase has been thrown around a lot. It's becoming a mainstream strategy a lot of the megas are trying to do. And now, like usual, I look for tips tricks and strategies broker the shippers use and find ways to apply it on the driver's side. I do this in hopes it helps um, helps owner ops and small fleet owners enhance their operations to make more money because after all, about 90% of freight or so is moved in the US by small fleets with six trucks or less. Yet, to me at least, it seems resources are slim pickings, if you will, for these smaller guys. And so to me, it only makes sense uh, that I'm here to help the little guy look like the bigger guy or at least operate like it. That's why I want to talk about becoming a trucker of choice. And now, whether you're watching this live in my Facebook group, Freight Brokers of Truck Drivers, or listening to me on truck, trucking.fm podcast, I am happy you're here. This is Make More Money, Money Monday, sponsored by truckstop.com. You know, that is becoming a tongue twister for sure. Make More Money Monday, sponsored by truckstop.com. No matter what hat you wear in the industry, truckstop.com provides the spot market rates, the load boards, the TMS software, truckload payments, cargo insurance, and other freight solutions to manage loads and drive profits to make more money. How about that? So before I get started, you know, Thanksgiving is this week. It is literally just a few days away. So I'm going to start by saying, Thank you drivers for stocking the shelves. You know, thank you for sacrificing your time away from your family to support everyone else's family, including mine. You know, you guys do so much, <laughs> especially over the holidays. A lot of people forget about it or they just give you very little recognition. Nonetheless, any chance that I get, I want to give thanks out there uh, because without truck drivers, I and a lot of people in this industry would not be employed. Okay. And now, um, it's all for jokes, but you know, drivers don't forget black Friday is also Friday. Um, you know, obviously the day after Thanksgiving. So watch out for the influx of video drivers out on the roads, going to go spend some money. Uh, and don't forget to hide your wallets because I'm sure your wife will be out there on black Friday. 
shopping. You know, I'm more of a Cyber Monday type person. I don't know about you. I'm more about those Amazon deals than standing in any sort of line, you know, dealing with people, I guess, at like a Walmart, a Target, or Best Buy. I rather just sit right here in the office and shop on Cyber Monday on that following Monday. Anyways, enough with all that. I want to talk about becoming a trucker of choice and the who, what, when, where, what's the other one, how that goes along with it. You know, the what is it, how to become one, and do I even want to become one? That last one being something you have to ask yourself. But anyways, I'm going to talk about all that, but let's start with um, what's a shipper of choice, okay? Because if you're not familiar with what a shipper of choice is, obviously you won't understand how to become a uh, trucker of choice. So if you're not familiar, you know, all shippers right now want to become the shipper of choice in the eyes of carriers and the brokers that they use. This means their freight, you know, their location, the way their company, their personnel, all that operates and must be attracted to carriers, must be attracted to drivers, or at least align with what, you know, drivers consider desirable, if you will. And now all this matters because, you know, I'm here in Phoenix, so I like to use Phoenix as like an example. You know, all this matters because here in Phoenix, if there was just one truck, you know, here in Phoenix in a hundred mile radius, let's say, and two shippers have freight, let's say Walmart and Target, you know, which one will that truck pick? Okay. There are some thought process into this, especially the loads pay the same. And now that driver probably asked himself, do I want to load at a shipper that takes forever, probably doesn't pay detention and treats me like I'm less when I'm helping them? Or would I probably pick this shipper that, you know, is going to load me up quick that has me in and out of that place within an hour because they understand my time is valuable. Well, guess what? Chances are the driver is going to pick the latter. And now you can become a trucker choice by incorporating the same idea into your operations. Okay. There are thousands, if not millions of trucking company authorities out there. Make sure yours is the one shippers and brokers want to call. Just make sure your trucking companies one brokers and uh, shippers call and beg for when they have urgent freight, they need someone, you know, trustworthy to handle. And so visibility, feedback reports, and don't act like a short seller are my top three tips to becoming a carrier of choice. And now I'm going to go over these a little bit more in details, but the number one is visibility. Okay. Even though these are not in any particular order, I have to say visibility in my eyes and, you know, of course, everybody else in the logistics community is very huge. Whether you work with directly with brokers, uh, shippers, or even a hybrid of both brokers and shippers, you must find a way to send, you know, timely, clear, consistent, accurate updates. Those are extremely important. You know, updates do not matter if it's not, up, you know, accurate. Updates are irrelevant if they're not clear, consistent, and timely. If you say my driver is in New Mexico on his way to California, you're going to drive me insane. I want to know where I'm in New Mexico. Is he in Las Vegas, New Mexico? Is he in Albuquerque, New Mexico? Is he eating with aliens in freaking Roswell, Mexico? I just want to know. That's why they have to be clear and accurate. Okay. And now these updates need to start from the time you, if you're an owner up, um, you know, get dispatch on the load or, you know, your driver gets dispatched on the load to the time that that driver or you submits a POD updates need to be going back and forth between you and your brokers and you and your shippers. This is very, very, very important. I actually have a unit, um, units upload in different resource in our group, freight brokers and truck drivers showing how you can give updates 
kind of a template. Not only that, that template actually saves you an event you or your driver gets stuck in detention. That template helps you make sure you get every single dime you deserve for your waiting time. And now, last week we had a few posts in the groups. I think it was actually over the weekend. Um, in the group from carriers posting that they actually straight up refuse to supply their brokers with updates over the weekend due to an annoyance, you know, that carrier went through with the brokerage. And now kind of shocked me a little bit on a couple of things. First, the carrier is very highly respected in my eyes. Um, I, I haven't worked with them personally. However, I see the content they put out in my group as well as other groups, as well as a, uh, the way they communicate with other truck drivers, brokers, and shippers within these groups. So I was very, very, very surprised when I was reading that. However, definitely did not change my mindset of that carrier to say the least. But, you know, I had to say that uh, statement where they just simply refused to provide updates to the brokerage over a weekend because they were annoyed with them on the Friday. That's on my list of what not to do to become a trucker of choice in the industry, if you will. You know, there are so many better ways to handle that situation, especially when it comes down to emotional situations. Um, withholding updates or refusing to give updates from an emotional reason, it's not the best way to become a shipper choice. Nonetheless, you have to provide visibility, whether you're mad or not, on freight, whether you're a driver, broker, what have you. Everybody needs to know where that freight's at, at what time. So to even be considered um, a truck driver choice or a trucker choice, you have to have that, okay? And now that brings me to my second point, feedback reports. Now, a couple months ago, I actually made a video about this, about the feedback reports, and it was titled something along the lines of brokers are rating drivers. Why are drivers not rating brokers? Okay. Giving feedback and accepting feedback is extremely important. In all types of relationships, not just your working relationship. Okay. You know, giving feedback and accepting feedback from your friends, from your spouse, from your coworkers, from your manager, boss, whoever, is all very important okay and now in trucking shippers need to know you know what they're bad at what they're great at what they're good at and what they can improve okay obviously this is the same for brokers and truckers if you work with large brokers or if you have worked with large shippers in the past especially on project freight um or you know seasonal freight that has a high volume of freight in sh short amount of time chances are they gave you some sort of carrier report um, whether that been monthly, quarterly, what have you. Okay. And that report is a feedback report says, you know, what that carrier, what you did great on, what you were good at, uh, your tracking compliance, as well as all your drivers, individual tracking compliance and what needs to be improved to continue, um, the relationship with that shipper or that brokerage. And now I've asked how many drivers actually make feedback reports for their top brokers and their top shippers. And I'm not talking about those submitting review to, you know, like carrier 411 or load boards. I'm talking about submitting a report about your recent activity with that brokerage or the shipper recent being the last month or last quarter. Okay. Things that that brokerage didn't make your life easier. Things that happened that made your shipment harder or made it harder on your driver. Things that brokerage can change or even feedback about the rates offered or the rewarded rates. And now, I know a ton of drivers are going to say, Craig, I don't have time for that. And I definitely get it. But like always, my response is going to be this. Your competitor will make time for it. And guess what? They may just become your favorite broker's trucker choice because they just took time for that. Okay. Like all things, good things are hard to get or takes time to get. Enhancing your operation takes time. Building relationships takes time. 
but what you do now is less what you have to do in the future. I'm constantly, you know, telling my nieces and nephews and little brother and sister this. What you do now determines your entire future. Start using these uh, uh, these scenarios within your working, you know, operation to help enhance your operation. And now, last week I saw the end of November. I really mean it. If you look at the calendar, it's already the end of November. So look at your monthly numbers. Look at what brokers or shipper awarded you the most shipments, and start reflecting you know, about what I just talked about. Okay. Look at the ease of working with that broker. Um, look at how long your drivers or you actually sat at that ship and receiver. See if you actually made some money, <laughs> uh, see and determine if they were easy to work with any headaches, you know, determine that, uh, did that brokerage go above beyond? Did that shipper go above and beyond for you or your driver start becoming more mindful of your load bookings. So at the end of the month or at the end of the quarter, you can sit down and easily just look at and review and make a feedback report for your top brokers and shippers. I keep saying top brokers and shippers because I mean, if you move one load for TQL, I don't expect you to make a feedback report the next month. However, if you move, you know, 30 loads for TQL, the least you can do is make a feedback report for them. Kind of say the good, the bad, the ugly, what can be, uh, what can be improved. And now trust me, those reports will help your brokers and shippers. I have already mentioned this ton of times, uh, you know, in the past, uh, logistics coordinators at brokerages, they're often taught to educate your carriers, constantly educate your carriers. So I'm telling you guys, educate your brokers, educate your shippers. I guarantee you they will notice and remember the most important part and remember if you send them a feedback report, just do it because they may not respond to it in a way that, you know, you like, they may not say, okay, we're going to change all these right now. However, I guarantee you they will think about it. But you know, that's just that. That was point number two. We got one more point and that is don't be a short seller. This is just basically a funny uh, title for what it is. And now what I mean by that is in stock trading, you know, you have a few different investment types, but a, uh, the main two, a short and a long-term investor. Okay. A short-term investor buys lows and sells for a profit and basically repeats this process over and over again um, until that stock is no longer their profit puppy or it no longer benefits them financially, okay? Whereas a long-term investor is okay, they invest in a company and they stick with them through the ups, downs, the gains, the losses in hopes of a larger return down the road. That's what long-term investors do, okay? And now, oftentimes these long-term investor investors or initial investors, it's what keeps the company afloat, okay? And that could be just supporting them financially or just supporting them, you know, getting their name out there. And now, the companies that come to my mind is basically Uber, Amazon, um, all those types of companies. They don't, and even Tesla, they don't make money, yet their investors support what keeps them afloat. And now, obviously, this is just my very slimmed down version, but the idea is very much similar. For my time working on a shipper, I had a list of my core carriers who did not take advantage of me when the capacity was tight or the market was horrible, okay? And of course, just like all other shippers or brokers out there, I had a list of carriers who took advantage of me during the market when it was, you know, in tight capacity. The ones that attempted to price gouge me or the ones who actually price gouge me. I definitely kept a list of those guys as well because, you know, I'm all in the business for, or I'm all in for business as business. But to become a trucker of choice, building relationships that are built on an equal two-way street is way more beneficial in the long run than a single one-way transaction in the form of price gouging. And now, right now, 
I definitely understand. The market is weak, okay? With low freight volume across the map, there's really no room to price gouge. Anyways, if you're like me, you're kind of waiting for this retail peak to kind of peak <laughs> and kind of boom to make a little, uh, make uh, everything better in the industry. However, I didn't see it. Maybe you did. But as far as I know, there was no high-end retail peak like I and others thought. But like all things, rate will go up. The market will improve. So use this time to build strong relationships with your brokers and your shippers. Um, and that's just that, okay? You know, the main takeaway is, speaking of trucker choice, you can become a trucker choice, okay? You can become a trucker choice by incorporating, you know, these same ideas within your operation. It's not just for the shippers and brokers. Use what they're doing into your operation to be ahead of the curve when truckers start doing this more mainstream, okay? There are thousands, if not millions, of trucking company authorities out there. Lord knows that they're all active, but there's thousands, if not close to a million, I feel like trucking company authorities out there. Uh, make sure, you know, your trucking company is one that brokers call and beg for. Make sure your trucking company is the one shippers request when they call their brokerage for help. I guarantee you, you can become a trucker choice, you know, within the trucking industry if you just apply these very simple tips within your operation. So to remember, my top three tips are visibility, feedback reports, and don't act like a short seller. Visibility, feedback reports, and don't act like a short seller. It's very easy. And now I want to end Make More Money Mondays, sponsored by truckstop.com with a quote from uh, the CEO of truckstop.com. And that quote says, my hope is at the end of the day, each of our partners heads home thinking three things. I learned something, I helped others become successful, and I worked to my fullest potential. My hope is that each of our partners heads home thinking three things. I learned something, I helped others become successful, and I worked to my fullest potential. And you know, when I read that, it really struck me. I felt in every ounce of me because I hope you learned something here today because my only goal is to help people. Even if that just means helping one person, I feel like I have done my job. That's the whole reason why I do these Make More Money Monday sponsored by truckstop.com. That is the reason why I put you know over 35 hours a week in our group, Freight Brokers and Truck Drivers. I definitely don't do that for my health. I do it to keep the environment spamless, scamless, and full of resources to help people be, you know, entering the industry and helping our veterans survive in the industry because it is hard out there. It's definitely rough. The logistics industry 10 years ago is definitely not what it is now. We definitely all know that. We don't need to be reminded. You know, I mentioned when I got in the industry about 10 years ago, you know, we didn't have technology like we have now. And that is my only hope is to help truck drivers see the benefits and these new age technologies and these new age approaches to become successful and battle against these mega carriers and the, all the other competition out in the space, if you will. So I mentioned over and over again, I understand not all truck drivers, not everybody in the industry, you know, believes or accepts what I say. I'm not here to persuade anybody or everybody. I am just here to provide knowledge and hopes that you will use it to enhance your operation, to make more money. Because at the end of the day, I'm in the business to make more money. And if you have a truck and you have that huge investment in your truck, trailer, insurance, everything else, I have a feeling you are in the business to make more money as well. 
Now, it's the end of our uh, segment today, but remember, until next week, say no to cheap freight, remain professional, and let's make more money. I will see you guys next week, December 2nd. See you later.